0: As the problem of antibiotic resistance grows, the WHO, the World Health Organization, is emphasizing the urgent need for antibiotic innovation. Antimicrobial resistance is quickly increasing and is one of the most pressing public health issues. According to the CDC, over 3 million antibiotic resistant illnesses occur in the United States each year.
1: Antimicrobial resistance, or AMR, refers to the capacity of microbes, such as bacteria, to withstand medications meant to destroy them. One of the primary causes of resistance is the widespread overuse of antibiotics. Unfortunately, antibiotics are becoming less effective in treating infections, and infections are becoming more difficult to cure.
0: For an antibiotic to reach a patient for treatment, it follows a very complex process, which usually takes about 10 to 15 years. Only one out of every 30 new antibiotics actually goes through a clinical trial that eventually reaches and treats patients. According to the WHO's annual report, there have been 27 new antibiotics that have reached clinical development in 2021 against priority pathogens such as TB, salmonella, staphylococcus, and enterobacter. So that's really, really important hope. I can't tell you how important having more options to treat those organisms are. These are very, very problematic, and that's a very small list of the problematic organisms that I see when I'm in the hospital rounding, doing infectious diseases rounds, and having to kind of MacGyver my way sometimes Mm. through antibiotics, just because there's just such resistance Mm -hmm. that exists. My goodness.
1: The pandemic has also caused slow progress and delays in clinical trials. Additionally, small and medium-sized companies working towards creating new antibiotics are struggling to find investors to assist with financing from the late-stage clinical development until approval from the regulators.
0: Therefore, there's an urgent need for innovation and funding to increase antibiotic products. The World Health Organization emphasizes that countries need to come together and work together to find sustainable solutions and incentives for research, development, innovation, and to create a viable ecosystem for antibiotics. So the issue here, Hope, is this pharmaceuticals have stopped producing antibiotics somewhere in the late 80s and started to, especially when they realized that medications like HIV medications, hypertension, diabetes are medications that you're going to be taking for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. So if you were a CEO of a company, would you make something that you you would only take for five days or 10 days as opposed to somebody who's going to be taking an HIV medication for the rest of their Mm -hmm. lives? So it makes more fiscal sense. And again, because we live in a society that's dictated by hyper-consumerism and hyper-capitalism, what happened was that pharmaceuticals had no financial incentive to continue making antibiotics. So they stopped the production of antibiotics or they stopped innovating to find new antibiotics. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, The government has had to try to induce American pharmaceuticals to create new antimicrobials by creating tax incentives and other such things. But it hasn't been as successful as we would like it to be. Mm -hmm. But this is a crisis. Now, the other issue at hand, too, that's equally as problematic and shocking because we can't do anything about it is that there are antimicrobials in the food feed for animals that are transferred directly from animals to humans through the meat that humans eat. Mm-hmm. So if there is antibiotics in food feed, because the condition that animals live in mm-hmm. are so horrific. Now we don't know why, but antibiotics in food feed act as a promoter, a growth promoter in animals. I also suspect that the horrific conditions the animals are oftentimes kept in, the antibiotics benefit the animals from that perspective Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. But the issue here is this, is that if you're putting antibiotics in food feed so that you can get... Because again, if you're a CEO and if you can get a chicken to the market at 45 days rather than 60 days... Mm -hmm. The law dictates that you have to go down that pathway because there's a fiduciary responsibility to your shareholders that you're going to increase profits at every step of the way. And CEOs who have not done that have been sued by their shareholders before. So you have a fiscal responsibility to kind of, in this example, to get that chicken to market from 60 days to 45 days. And if using antibiotics are the way to do it, so be it. Mm. Because we live in a society where we privatize the gains and we socialize the losses. And this is a great example of how the profits have been profitized. So you're using an antibiotic. Great. You're getting that chicken to market in 45 days rather than 60 days. But oh, well, what's going to happen? Well, somewhere down the line, there's going to be antibiotic resistance in organisms that are going to affect human beings. But that point, by that time, it is so far removed from your hands that and we can look at this privatized profits and socialized losses in almost all aspects of the American capitalistic society. Of course, we've been talking about food all day and different stories. We've been reading a lot of the food processing type stuff. Again, people add high fructose corn syrup Mm -hmm. it makes their food better it's processed it tastes better so they get the profits off of that but in 20 years we have a rash of diabetes Mm -hmm. right same thing with extraction of fossil fuels as well you know you have we're going to uh remove fossil fuels from the ground despite us having renewables all around Mm -hmm. us uh that is much cleaner form of energy doesn't matter because the system's already in place for us to extract these fossil fuels they get the profits and we suffer the consequences. Mm. And right now, as we're recording this, Europe is having it's almost funny that they're having 40 Celsius days. And we're like, yeah, yeah that that's that that's like Tuesday. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but but to their credit, they have no air conditioning. Right. I mean, imagine the heat that you and I live in. Huh, right. And not having air. I conditioning, know. I know. You know? Mm-mm, mm-mm. New. You know, it's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. I read somewhere
1: that they're the bridges and streets are buckling because of the heat. Like they are just not equipped for it at all.
0: And again, of course, this is all function of climate change. And we just we see the effects and we just whistle past the graveyard. Ooh, we just. How do you look and you see
1: devastation and you just go on your vacations Like millions and and generations of people aren't going to be
0: affected. I just don't understand it. The generations that are going to come after us, Hope, are going to look at us and hate us.
1: I hope so. Honestly, I hope so. So it won't get repeated. Stuff continues to happen and keeps getting repeated. So I hope generations after us get to a point where they're like, okay,
0: They're going to hate us because they're going to be like, so you knew you you were doing this bad? knew. I refer to us as being in the dark, dark ages. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, the people who were in the dark ages didn't realize that they were right. Dark ages. Right, we're in the dark, dark ages because we know <laughs> yep. that we are in the dark ages, and we're not doing anything about not it. It anything. was one thing not to know, mm-hmm. but if you know that what you're doing is bad, and you're still not doing anything yep. about it, yep, shame on shame us. Shame on us.
1: Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast.
0: Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast, follow us on social media, and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Pickerson, at hopepickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry, that's D R D E R Y.
1: To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefuzzershow.com.
0: We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking
1: steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep,